What's up, RSL Nation? Welcome to uh, another episode of Scarf Life. It's your boys, Adele and the Baker. And uh, how you been, Adele? Man, I am feeling better than a fly on, you know what? Do you know why? Uh, I'm, I'm, does it have something to do with MLS's back? That is a small sub part of it, yes. What's the what's the big major part of it? RSL is back, baby. I don't care about the MLS. I don't care about any of the LAs, the NYCs, FCs, or any of the COVIDs. By the way, if anyone if anyone in this world starts a team called COVID FC, I'ma buy a scarf. Just so you know, by default, buy a scarf. Oh my god, I'm excited. What is it? Monday, Baker? It's Monday, right? It's Monday, yeah. Last night was the first time we had real competitive or any real Real Salt Lake soccer on the television. Yes. Yeah, dude. It it. Uh, so, so I think you you mentioned this like earlier. We were talking about you know like the other leagues being back and the EPL and um, it, it feels different when it's you know the boys in Claret and Cobalt like. Like I, like I watched, you know, the Bundesliga till my eyes were bleeding in German um, when they when it was back. But like, you know, it was passive. It was from the couch. Like I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. It was entertainment, but it wasn't, you know, quote unquote, my team. I was literally pacing at home uh, during certain parts of yesterday's game. Like it's it's a totally different energy. It's it's not just a different energy, man. It's like not even the same universe. Um, it, it, like you're right. Look, we all have teams elsewhere. By the way, you know how you say bleeding in German? I'm sure you're about to tell me. Blutung. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you, you, your, your, your eyes were blutunging while you were watching the Bundesliga. There Look, man, I absolutely agree with you. I've been, you know, the only reason I wake up early on the weekends is because there's a little bit of footy on the TV. The only reason I'm suddenly sick a lot during the middle of the week in the middle of the day, but I recover right around 3 p.m. is because there is a bunch of uh, footy on the, on the TV. I love it all. It's all entertainment. It's all awesome. But like I just said, it's all entertainment. It's all a show. I don't really have an English team that I care about. I really don't. Like watching the English league to me, it's like watching the UFC, right? I tune in for entertainment. I don't care who wins. I hope it's a good show. I have a team in Germany. They suck. So <laughs> there's that. Anyways, I love watching all these, but they're mainly, mainly for entertainment. I even watched the rest of the, the, the previous matches at MLS's back, or we just shall call it from now on the Corona Cup, right? right? Whether they like it or not. So I watched the rest of the matches of the, at the Corona Cup. And don't get me wrong, man, I was excited. I was very excited because I thought, man, this is our league is back. We're right. back. This is right. awesome. And I had my favorites and non-favorites and certain people I hate. But when the RSL game kicked off, and it was, it was that when the, when the pregame show started on ESPN. By the way, they did a really good, really good job. Really good job with that coverage, um, other than some of the sky cam that, like you said, gave us a little vertigo. Yeah. <laughs> RSL, throw up. Real Salt Lake playing on the television. I mean, not like playing in person. That will never be replicated. Right. Real Salt Lake playing a competitive, a competitive match and us watching cannot, in my mind, be replicated by any other team playing on the television. I don't care if you're a Barca fan or a Madrid fan or United fan. Unless you're from Barcelona, no. <laughs> There's something to the hometown team vibe. That's why yeah. I don't understand LA, LA Galaxy fans in Salt Lake. Right? Unless yeah, you're yeah. from LA. I, I don't get it. I, I actually think that that's, you know, I, I think it's. Uh, no secret that you weren't born <laughs> in this country to, to anybody what? with ears. Sandy. <laughs> right. Yeah, clearly. Um, but uh, I think it's, this, I think it's, a, I think it's the European, you know, upbringing of like, it, it is your hometown club. Like it, it is 
like soccer is a very us versus them and not just other sports are, but I think it's very prevalent in, in footy. It's us versus them. It's our hometown boys versus the other hometown boys, you know, um, or girls. Right. Yeah. In, in RSL's case, I, you know, specifically mean the boys. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, like it's good to, good to have that. The hometown club is back. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not just back, baby. They're back with a vengeance. Let's talk about that game last night. Yeah. Oh my God. So uh, I have to completely change what I think is going to happen in this tournament because of that awesome performance last night. Go ahead. Give me your, give me your two cents first. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it was kind of, you know, I was like reading every bit of, as I always do, but even more so with, you know, with the MLS's back because I was so like ready for some soccer and soccer news. I basically consumed every bit of anything that had RSL written in it content wise uh, from you know reddit twitter and then mlssoccer.com obviously being the you know quote unquote primary site um and you know i i think a first of all it's mls so year over year anything can happen then you throw in like the tournament aspect and then i think you throw in the fact that uh, you know i think you and i haven't been shy about our opinions of uh, the mls editors and writers it's that they're usually very uninformed and in their defense, they have to cover, you know, 28 some odd teams. They're, they're entertainers. They're good for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. You got to get, you know, paid by the word or whatever it may be. Um, but it's not actual coverage. RSL, everywhere I went, was, you know, the underdog. They were at the after fact. The, you know, Rapids were the dark horse. And SKC was the favorite to just dominate everybody. But Minnesota, was, you know, like they obviously prefaced it with anything could happen in that group, To you know, to be fair. But I can't help but, you know, envision a scenario where the boys, you know, went to MLS soccer, they saw the content or the, you know, I feel like, and not to say that, you know, what is on MLS soccer is indicative of what's going to happen, but I think it helps kind of build that, that chip on the shoulder a little bit. And yeah, they came out and I think they shot some people up. Well, look, I, I totally get what you're saying. I have not read too much of that stuff because... I have a life, but I, do, I, I would say last night's performance, I would not, that, that was, yes, lots of grit, lots of guts, lots of really, really hard play. That was, but it was more than that. Like you and I can go and pick the next nine people to listen to this podcast and put a team together. And we will probably go out and try really, really hard. They were dominant. They, they were they outskilled the competition. That scoreline 2-0 was a merciful scoreline to the opposition. They outplayed, they outperformed, they outhustled, they outran, but they also outclassed that team. That game. If that game ends 4-0, fair score. Yeah, Literally. yeah, for sure. I, fair yeah. score. It, it's... Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it all down. I really don't know if they care what that, some Jimmy John at MLS writes about, what that little scrony dude. Uh, I, I forgot their names. Uh, they all kind of sound like a little ratty, in my opinion. No, don't get me wrong, man. Congratulations to them. Um, but they kind of do, don't you think? I mean, they... And when I say, never mind, I'm not going to make fun of any people, but they like, I don't care what they say. I, and I, if I don't care, how can our boys care? They, they went out, they outclassed, outperformed, outgutted, and then also out hustled the competition. And the competition is supposed to be good. And it wasn't good. That was, <clears throat> no, listen, I was going through withdrawals for quite a few months. Cause remember, we run the off season for months, then two games. Right. And then, like, literally the worst offseason ever right, right after that. Right. So maybe, maybe I'm just deprived. That was one of the best 45 minutes, the first 45 minutes. Right. I've seen us play in, I mean, since, man, you got to go back to, like, the Jason Christ days, man. Uh, okay, now I think you're, that's, that's a little much. So well, tell you, me. 
Well, okay. So I think the first 45, 100% agree with you, were absolutely dominant. Um, I think, you know, I think we were looking at, it's the first 45 minutes of RSL soccer in literally months. So it could have been total garbage and we would have, you know, lapped it up. Yeah, there's that. No, I, I get that. I was actually going to make a joke on the intranets last night to say literally it could be like Kyle and the mirror kicking the ball back and forth and right. you'd be like, oh my God, look at that. That's so it's awesome. Bar- it's, it's Barcelona uh, incarnate. <laughs> so, so, so I do get that, but I did see some of the other games. For sure. And here's the thing. I do think in comparison to the to I, I can't say I watched all of the games up until that point, but for the most part, I think it was, and I'm trying to be as objective as possible here, one of the more entertaining games uh, in the tournament uh, as far as I've seen so far. Um, I think the was one there a I goal? Just... Was there a goal in any other first half before that? Uh, yeah. I, I, I think leading into the day, there wasn't a goal in the first half. In the day? Yeah, leading into the day. Oh, like, I mean... That's what I uh, thought I read somewhere. Uh, Never mind. Maybe. No, Columbus Crew beat FC Cincinnati 4-0. I doubt that was all in the, you know, second half. Well, I mean, SKC. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, where was I going with that? Yeah, so... You know, as we were watching that, I couldn't help but like notice some of the rust, like some of those passes, you know, that weren't complete. Um, you know, I, I think I think there was a little. You could see that they were kind of starting the season over, and and that you know they weren't like really reading each other super well. Um, that being said, I think Colorado came in much worse. I think Colorado. Um, just you know once once we took away those set pieces and like really were disciplined about where we were committing those fouls um i you know i i think those first 45 minutes were an absolute rsl show and i think i, I think you know to your earlier point had that first half ended 2-0 or maybe even 3-0 we wouldn't it wouldn't have been that shocking um right. uh, Corey baird hit the beauty off the off the woodwork and what was that? What like a the play sixth that minute? was. Yeah, I think I think all we all we all we remember is that hitting the woodwork. But what a setup that was! The one-two before that, the dribble he had around that guy before that—that that was a beautiful setup. Definitely, definitely. Um, and then obviously um, that first goal coming in, or with the like the thirtieth minute or something. Um, the nutmeg. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was great. Uh, right between uh, Drew Moore's legs as it went goes into the back of the net. I mean that that was just the icing on the cake at that point. And like the second it went in, relief just swept over me. Yeah, partially. So obviously a good game. Um, let's get into some of the details there. So first off, obviously really good. Can um, I ask you real quick? The, yeah. What do you think of that lineup? Ah, uh, I was worried. A l- so, in the back, as good as it gets, I think the middle, as good as it gets. I was worried. I I, need- I wanted to see Sam Johnson in there. Right. Really, that was my biggest. That was my biggest want. I wanted. I wanted to see Sam Johnson in there. And after, so let's just even into the subs, because I know you and I talked offline a little bit about the subs last night. I mean, how deep is that bench right now, you know, to be able to bring some of those guys in right Right. up front? And and, Um, I mean, I I think to your point, Douglas Martinez getting the, you know, start as the striker, it, it was the biggest surprise. It was a big surprise. And I think he did well. I, I think he did the job. I'm not sure if Freddie thought this through or if it literally thinks he's a better option, but I mean, he wore those dudes down, man. Right. That's Him and I'm... Corey would not stop running. Yeah, that's what I was right. thinking. Um, but that only makes sense if you are then going to bring in a Chad John. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine Corey and Martinez? for 60 minutes, just running the competition down, running, running, run. then you bring fresh legs of Sam Johnson in there. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, so with, you know, with what you just said in mind, I do, I genuinely believe 
especially given like Freddie's interview in mid game, which <laughs> we'll have to discuss the Colorado version of that. Um, that was that, that, that's the moment of the year in the MLS already. Yeah, I don't care yeah, what else happens. That was great. Um, but as Freddie was kind of talking and I think some of the words he, he used to describe, you know, Douglas Martinez, he said, you know, he works for the team. He's young. He's a big guy. He runs. Um, I, I do believe that having Douglas Martinez in there for 78 minutes was a deliberate choice. Um, I, and and honestly, I think it, it, I was genuinely surprised. I think it speaks to the tactical acumen that Freddie brings to that, that group. Um, which isn't something that I ever thought I would, you know, say about Freddie, but I think he kind of harnessed that, you know, that Colorado or uh, that Orlando heat and humidity, even late in the evening, um, you know, Drew Moore isn't exactly the youngest guy and uh, Lalas Abu, Abu Bakar isn't, you know, like the smallest dude in the world. So him running around, like it, it, it adds up. I, I, I genuinely think he was trying to wear those guys down. And from what I could see, I think it worked. Well, it clearly worked. So this, this is the thing when you, when you asked whether there were any surprises. Okay. How do you say that about a game? We just dominated and one, two, zero and think it should be double that. Right. It's like, okay, hats off. It worked. Now now you're just nitpicking. But when I saw the lineup, my only surprise, like I was saying before, was that the Sam Johnson thing. And I hope it's not a long-term thing or, you know, why keep him? But I do. Th- I, I cannot think of anyone who did bad, right? Like someone who stood out for all the wrong reasons, right? Um. I mean, well, let me ask you this question. So let's just well, while we're in personnel, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about Albert for just a second. Let's and that PK. Yeah. That was a terrible, terrible PK. Yeah, yeah, it it was mostly not good. It was it was poorly taken, even by. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, it just it wasn't good. It it didn't have power. It didn't have placement. Um, and, and usually, you need one of those two things to to beat the goalie. Do you think it's time to change the PK takers? So. Normally, I'm all about building dudes' confidence, especially somebody, you know, in such a vital role as Albert. You know, he's kind of that creative outlet. Um, for me, for me, it's your DP striker until your DP striker gives you a reason for it not to be him. Our DP striker was – neither of our DP strikers were on the field at the moment. So there's, there's that. Um, I, I begs the question of why do we need DP strikers? Right. If if they're and here's the thing, all of a sudden that looks like a genius move because Sam Johnson played for you know all of uh, yeah uh, pop, uh, four minutes, um, like ten with the at that time yeah yeah so you know like Miram played twelve Rossi played twelve um, all all of a sudden that looks like a very shrewd move now you've got dudes rested um for for minnesota and minnesota just had a banger of a game against skc so um to to answer your original question i think between this and one other pk stands out in my mind when albert tried to be kind of cute and uh you know ship the the keep i think it was colorado i remember was that colorado it was either colorado or skc i remember it being a really big deal um yeah, yeah, I, I think it's time to let someone else um, take those PKs. I don't feel comfortable or confident when he's stepping up. I love Albert. Yeah. I, want, I love everything he does. Thank you for scoring that first goal. I thought he did pretty well. He wasn't the best player on the pitch, but he did pretty well. I just, I don't, I don't feel a level of comfort. I, even on who was on that pitch, pitch at that time, I would have, I would have let Demir take it. Oh, speaking of guys, so let's get into a little personnel stuff. Did you see that Becker bomb? Oh, the the almost Becker bomb. Well, it was the Becker bomb. It just didn't land. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, my here's god! The thing. It's only a Becker bomb if it lands. Otherwise, no, it's just I a don't nice care. Shot on goal. That was that was ten years ago. All right. 
maybe five years ago. Right now, it's shot from distance by Kyle Beckerman as a backer bomb. How's that? I, here's the thing. I'm not going to patronize the man. If, if it wasn't a Becker bomb five years ago, it's not a Becker bomb today. I that refuse was, to do that. He deserves like that. more. That was, I, lo- I loved Kyle Beckerman. Kyle Beckerman did so well for all but that one play. Um, I do think we saw a preview last night of what Kyle Beckerman would do if, you know, this is, again, weird times. So we don't know what's going to happen in, you know, down in Orlando. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming a completely different starting, not completely, but vastly different starting line for next game. But I think in a regular season setting, those are the kinds of minutes we, we, would, we were going to see from Kyle Beckerman this year anyways. What was that 65, 66? Yeah. Maybe even 10 minutes longer than I thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I 100% agree. It, um, you know, I, I think he was there for just under the 70-minute mark. Um, yeah, because he was on his ass getting water, remember, for like five minutes? Yeah, yeah, which I, I think, you know, it, it, it was all over like Instagram and Twitter. It's, you know, he's the only player to have seen 21 MLS seasons. Um, yeah. You know, that's that's more seasons of MLS soccer than some of our like listeners have been on this earth. <laughs> which which is kinda kind of a cool, you know, cool it's concept cool to think about. Yeah. yeah. Um it, it's you know, all respect to Kyle Beckerman. I think he was honest out there. I think he I think it was the kind of performance that made the guys around him better. But let's also acknowledge the fact that if we don't have Everton Kyle can't do that. Kyle can only play the way he plays is because it's it's because Everton has the physicality and yeah. the pace and the presence to make up for those moments well, where Kyle kind of Well, let's you know. let's get into some of the other guys. Um I was scared to death that Everton was going to get a red. Yeah. Cuz in my mind, look, it, in my mind everyone did well. Um Everton Well, okay. I think my play, player MVP of that game, in my mind, right, is between Everton. Ooh, Damir. Right, makes sense. And Aaron Herrera. Yeah, those are all three very good choices. I loved what I mean. We're talking about Everton real quick. I mean that dude, that that, and there's no bad picks. Like I'm just I'm having trouble figuring out three like because i also want to you know i want cory baird cory baird deserve i mean what a game and our longtime listeners probably remember me wailing on cory baird right. for a long time right that was incredible i mean it's like a new player out there it's like on it's like on fifa your skill setting just went up by seven points or something it, yeah. Somehow it happened. It worked. But uh, anyways, those are my three. My three call-outs are Everton, Demir, and Herrera. Interchangeable order. But Herrera, Herrera absolutely impressed me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, um, I think all three of those are fantastic picks. Uh, I would probably give it without like, even thinking twice to Everton had he not picked up the yellow and the manner with which he did. And like, I think I texted you and about that, like, you know, he's got to be careful. And I think your reply was, I saw that coming five minutes ago. Yeah. And it's like, you, you really did. Like he was kind of getting fouled and he was getting on, he was on the receiving end of, you know, some of those chippy plays and he wasn't getting the calls he wanted. So I think he lashes out, you know, totally takes out, um, I think it was a, uh, it was Jack Price. It was I'm a not, crap. It who cares? Yeah, he he totally takes him out. Well, after the fact, obviously gets a yellow. And I think a lot of that was like, well, I'm gonna make you make a call. Like you're so unwilling to make a call that like I'm and I'm so frustrated at it that I'm gonna make you, you know, I'm I'm going to make you make a decision. Um, oh, he, he's he got to control that a lot more than I did. I think he was just pissed and wanted to hit somebody. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's maybe, simple as I saw that for sure. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overthinking it, which wouldn't be the first case of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's to me. I think that you know, 
that call could have gone very wrong for us. Like if someone, if an official gives a red there, I I think it's a little harsh. I'll be honest, but I can see why. Um, So I I think we were lucky in, in some regard there. Uh, so with all that being said, I, I have to give it to Demir. I mean, I, you know, I, I think that Demir scores, scores big goals at very important times of the match. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, I think it hadn't even been 10 minutes since Albert kind of screwed up, you know, let's call it as screwed up that PK. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I think we were kind of letting Colorado back into it a little bit. I think they were kind of starting to build some some confidence, doing some, you know, completing some of their passes in our third. They're being a little more dangerous on their set pieces. Um, and then Demir scores that second goal, and I think the wheels just came off on the on the crap of the bus, which, yeah. which you know, I, I, like, totally changed that game. So, so for me, it's got to be Demir. Okay, I understand. I can't argue with you, but... I mean, I could, but I won't. Yeah, because you'd be the wrong. Mirror, like, how, how that, no, I'll be, I'll be totally right. I, I, yeah, never mind. Um, anyone, any negative call-outs? I mean, I, mean, I think there's the, you know, I, I think we already went to over the Albert PK. Yeah. Um, one thing that, not like a negative call-out, but, uh, you know, kind of a, a thing that worries me is, so our, out of our subs we made the majority of them while up two goals, but they were all offensive subs. Uh, well, Nick Beasler was, is probably a like for like, um, but Giuseppe Rossi, Justin Miram, Sam Johnson are all offensive minded subs. Um, with five minutes left in the game plus stoppage time, we brought on Eric Holt for Justin Glad. And, I think we were fortunate enough to be in a position where we were up two goals and not one, but I think it's, it's not unlikely that we'll be in a scenario where we might only be up a single goal. Um, and with Nedham having elected to stay behind in Salt Lake, which, you know, no one can fault. I, you know, I think he's got some family stuff that he needs to take care of. It does leave us a little bit uh, sensitive uh, or liable on that center back front as far as substitutions go. That's the only part that I'm, I'm kind yeah, of so you, worried about. So you think we, we might be ill-prepared for the next game in those positions? Yeah. Because of that movement. I was just generally confused and concerned because it was very easy to see come minute 60-ish that some dudes were losing their legs. Right. I mean, can't blame anyone. Can you imagine playing in that temperature and that humidity down there? I uh, I don't know was, who said this on Twitter, but I was I was it was somebody on like a, you know one of the RSL dudes, and it uh, it was like I have literally seen water polo players that look drier than some of these guys. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, like they were you know like drenched in sweat. Well, it's Florida, man. You I mean you land in Florida. You don't even before you even leave the plane. When the plane door opens, you know you're in Florida, right? Because yeah. you break a sweat. I've, I've cracked a, especially the Orlando area. Yeah, I've uh, I've cracked a beer in Florida and broke a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those places where you walk out of the shower and you need a shower for sure, right? Because you broke a sweat. So my, I was genuinely worried. But forget about that sweat for just a second. It was very clear that guys were losing their legs well before the first substitution, which was forced, right? It was forced due to the circumstances. Right. Beasler for um, Beckerman. Beckerman, yep. He's supposedly, when he got injured, and I hope he's okay. Um, And if he's not, I think Beasler is a, he's not a Beckerman, right? Right. But um, that was my only worry is this, is the, is one of the only worries that I had going in. And I know we talked about this before. I mean, that it's one of the, most common chance late last season, make right. a sub, right. make a sub. I was, I don't understand why we waited that long, especially, I mean, it was very obvious and we have five subs we can make. Yeah. Some and very talented, fresh legs on the bench. And I get thinking ahead, but hell man, get those three points. I was, and we were only up one zero at that point, I think. 
that was that my only downside my only takeaway and it's hard to argue with the performance of a team who just did that right dominated the op uh, the opposition and got us the three points um my only argument is that it's i wish we would have subbed earlier and i hope that's not a prediction of things to come that's yeah all. yeah and you know I, I, you are not the only fan and not just of this fan base but of of a lot of mls fans making that you, you know critique um what's his face the real angry looking uh, dude for uh, vermis for for skc you know he's there's a lot of criticism being you know thrown his way because of when he chose to make his subs and in, in their loss to to minnesota um it's it is worth noting that Colorado only made three of their five substitutions um, and not a whole lot earlier than than RSL. Um, I do think Freddie is hesitant when it comes to Matechek changing the flow and substitution of the game. I do think if his initial plan was to use Douglas Martinez to wear them out and then you know make up lost opportunities on the, on, on the tail end of the second half, you've got to bring in Sam Johnson earlier. Like you've got to give right. him enough time. Like that's what the dude does is run at defenders and run in space, like make, give him enough time to run dudes out. Um, you, you know, I, I think the fact that Sam Johnson was the second to last essentially sub, you know, him and Eric Holt came on at roughly the same time um, is, is kind of wild to me. Well, I mean, it was up 2-0. It all goes out the window at that point. What I'm saying, when it was 2-0, we were dominating, whatever, I don't care. Bring him in just to give him a little run on, uh, assuming he's going to come play on Friday. Look, let's just wrap, re uh, wrap this up and move on because I'd like to talk about the rest of the tournament, at least from our perspective, real quick. Is that all let's, right with let's you? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, so good performance. Keep it going, boys. Uh, let's look forward. So, you know what is the the only way from a soccer perspective for an RSL fan to make a day better than simply Real Salt Lake beating the crap out of the Colorado Rapids is what? Is for SKC to also lose on the same day. Not just to lose on the same day, but in a heart-breaking, soul-crushing like ninety like barbecue barbecue sauce out of the eyes squirting way. What quite the visual you've got going there? Yeah, and yeah. that happened. It, it did. So uh, for for those of of RSL Nation that you know aren't following the tournament super closely, what you're getting at is uh, uh, SKC who were playing sporting uh, Kansas City. Yep, who were playing Minnesota United uh, just before our game, um, losing. In I mean, I, I think to be you know totally 97th. fair, to be totally oh. fair to them, losing a game that they I think dominated eighty percent. Yes, um, uh, losing two one in and conceding that second goal in literally the ninety seventh minute of uh, of the of the match. Um, okay. I, I think. You know, I think you and I were talking about this and, and maybe a tie there would have been a better result for RSL. But I do think yeah, it paper. puts RSL in a very good position given the rest of the tournament. Yeah, look, I mean, look, again, let's talk about the barbecue sauce here for a second. All right. So, SKC, goalkeeper gets a red card. And I'm like 50-50 on that red card. Really? Yeah, I'm like 50-50. No. I don't know if the, no. there, were, there were at least two dudes behind him at that point. And that dude's going away from the goal. Look, don't get me wrong. You will never get me to argue against the red card for SKC. Just objectively speaking, eh. All right, that's all I'm I saying. think I think objectively that's that's a red card. Like he no. Tim uh, uh Tim Milia makes no attempt on the ball there. Eh. None. Like the ball's eh. gone. I disagree. He, Disagree. What? What's, what? What are you watching? He's, dude. The if second he blows the whistle, watch his face. He knows he screwed up. If that's a red card, because he didn't realize there was guys behind him. If that's a red card, then let's be honest. Everton, that should be that should have been a purple card. 
right? If you just look at making no attempt to play the ball, right? right. That's it, all I'm it's saying. It's fundamentally there. Okay, hold on. It, okay, it's fundamentally. He's not the last man. It, it, it's not an obvious goal scoring chance, in my I, opinion. I disagree. So hold on, hold on. Okay. There, there are people behind him. When the goalie comes out of the box and he blocks a, a, a shot on goal. You have to forget, you have to get, forget he's a goalie at that point. He's just a no, player. No, no. He made R- a foul. Right. Okay. That's fine. But when, Okay, when a player has a one-on-one with the goalie and the goalie interferes and, and it's a red card, it's a denial of an – why is it a denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity when the goalie who can use his hands is the last man versus a defender? Like the defender isn't allowed to use his hands. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's clearly dog so. But even if it's not dog so, you give the red for just the, the, the tackle outside the box by the keeper. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I disagree. I don't think it's a red card worthy tackle. I don't think, I do not think, let's just say, I, I don't know who it was, but he gets away from him, does not get tackled. I don't think it's an obvious scoring opportunity, right? That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. beyond the point here. You're allowed that's to be the- wrong. You're allowed to be wrong. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> so that, that's beyond the point. So they get that red card. Then that is followed up by an own goal. And then right. a 97th minute <laughs> loser. I, f- I forgot about the own goal. It was an own goal. Yeah. It was an own. I just watched the, the highlights. I didn't watch the game. Oh, so good. So, so good. let me ask you this question. Um, so obviously right now, RSL is top of that group mm-hmm. by goal difference. Basically. Correct. Yep. We beat Colorado 2-0. Minnesota beat um, SKC. Uh, SKC by 2-1. Yep. Um. Friday, it's RSL against Minnesota. Right. Now, again, let's be honest and clear. SKC outplayed by all objective measurables Minnesota drastically yeah. yesterday. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think – so I've, I've actually had the team stats up. Shots, SKC 13 to 9. Shots on target, SKC 3 to 2. Uh, shots off target is the only thing that they're down on. Uh, possession, the SKC 62% to Minnesota's 37. Um, passing accuracy, SKC 84% to Minnesota's 74. You know, you could within reason say that the better team lost that game. Especially better team early on. Yeah. I, I actually started watching the, the, the recording for about 20 minutes. I'm like, and eh, this is going to be too long because I know the outcome. So... <laughs> <laughs> so just, I just, just went to the highlights. Skip ahead, huh? Uh, no, no, actually, because you can watch the game or the highlights. Mm-hmm. I got right? you. So I just went to the highlights afterwards. So, yeah, no, you're right. So, so l- l- let's look forward a second here. Basically, here's what this means. Okay, preface. Every game, every single game within the group in this tournament is – counted amongst other things as a regular season game right so the win against colorado is three points right in the standings yep now you have to put your hands together and hope there's actually a season that continues later on but there's that but in addition to that there's also there's a tournament right and there's a pretty good prize for the winner of the tournament a concacaf champions league Right. Uh, seat next year, provided there is a world next year, right? Which let's just say there is. I just right. read today, by the way, that they discovered the cure in Israel. So there's that. So, so there's just or multiple vaccines are currently being. No, but this trialed. is like the antidote. Antidote, not not a vaccine. Right. Um. Anyways, that's not the. <laughs> This is not the point. Just Stop the tangents. Took, got a weird medical vibe suddenly <laughs> going in here. So, so what I'm saying is this. Um, next Friday's game, it's RSL against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Or, excuse me, Minnesota. Eh. Versus, and then, not versus, at the same time, on the same day, I, I believe it's Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, SKC. Um, against SKC. So, Two, two major things on the line. The loser of SKC Colorado is out, right? They can not move forward in this tournament. Mathematically, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it yeah, has to be no. mathematically. It, yep. If they tie, there's, I guess, still a chance. But mathematically, any loser of that game is out. 
Right. Um, SK's, I mean, can, uh, RSL against Minnesota, the winner is through. Not just through, but through in first place. I think almost, unless, I guess there's a weird goal you, you, difference. Yeah, you, you, could be, you could be second yeah, I, I didn't look relatively at, I didn't, easily. I didn't look at whether the indirect comparison or direct comparison is a head-to-head or goal difference, right? So I guess that could impact right. it. So it's a pretty big game on Friday. And I think you and I talked a couple of weeks ago. I did not have the best feeling into the, on this tournament for us. Right. But after last night's 90 minutes, at least 70 of the 90, which is way better than the vast majority of games, after Monday night's or Sunday night performance by RSL, I have a very good feeling. Yeah. I think A, we make it out of the group. But B, I mean, with that kind of approach, like last night, forget to, to forget to play. I'm talking about simply the attitude. I mean, they wanted it, man. It, it was like it was a it seemed like a team of eleven Kyle Beckermans out there. Herrera just in people's faces, right? You know, Everton being Everton, right? right. Um, Corey Baird just dropping dudes. That that was, I'm not sure who made them angry, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I, for I, sure. I see good things for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you're, you're wrong in any of what you're saying. It, it's, you know, results very much went our way outside of, you know, in, in the rest of the group too. Um, you know, I, I think we could very easily have a scenario where, you know, Colorado, like in no way do I suggest that RSL go into the Minnesota game kind of trying to, you know, be cautious. Cause I think that never goes, <laughs> goes our way. Like it's, it's a team that just doesn't, they, they don't, they don't park. Never, no, no, do that. Yeah, never. yeah. They don't park the bus. Well, it, it's not a tactic I would advise, but I think it puts us in a position where we can afford to be a little more cautious than we normally would and still like come out very well because so keep in mind, SKC is without their starting goalkeeper and no disrespect to the uh, young man who is uh, Tim Melia's backup. Like, you know, what's it's Richard Sanchez. Um, that is a very steep drop off. Um, and Tim Melia did get the red, so he will be missing their game against Colorado, who, let's be honest, are good on set pieces. Like they got some big target dudes that can, you know, that'll threaten the goal. So I think SKC will have to play hard, attacking, physically demanding soccer against Colorado if they have any chance of making the final game against us count. Um, so I, I think if you're RSL, you you know you have to now be very diligent in your planning of the next two matches. Um, Cause yeah, it, it really could, we could very easily come out of this thing at the very top of our group. No, I think not only can we, but I think we will. So maybe it's time for us to start making some predictions. Mm. I think, here's what I think. I think Minnesota is more dangerous than you give them credit for. And we've never been able to figure them out. We have never historically been able to figure them out. I almost kind of hope we are not playing tournament soccer. At least not yet. These these group games are also just regular season games. They're points. Let's get right. some points. Let's get some standings out there. I Isn't think Minnesota top of the West right now, technically? Minnesota is right the only yeah. undefeated team left. Yeah. Yeah, they, they so, are top. And everyone predicted, including us, they would be good coming into this year, last year. But they also, I think they're missing like aren't they missing like three or four starters or something? Who yeah, opted they're, out? They're 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 kind of hurting in in uh, Minnesota right now. Yeah. So, um, I think. Look here, here. Here's my worries. First of all, let's talk about just on paper, Colorado SKC. I think SKC is going to completely demolish Colorado. Okay. It's not. It, it's. It, I think. I think I'm going to turn into that game. Tune in just to watch that game because I think that might be a fun game. Colorado has decent attacking power. KC has the backup goalkeeper. You're right. Significant step down right. from 
their first option. But also, I think SKC is a significantly better team than Colorado is. I think that that, that could be like one of those 4-2 shootouts. Yeah. I mean, let, let me rephrase. I hope that's one of those 4-2 shootouts. Okay. I don't care which way it goes. Um, I think SKC demolishes Colorado. Um, unless they got really – I mean, can you imagine the emotional <laughs> impact of what just happened yesterday? Losing like that? So unless something weird happened there. And I do think uh, – here's, here's my take on RSL against Minnesota. We don't know what RSL is going to show up. We don't – I hope it's not the same lineup. Really? Right? Well, it's too soon back-to-back with not a lot of rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's what I mean. I mean give me – if it was another Sunday game, okay, maybe. No, yeah, you're, uh, you're on to something there. You know, the, there's not – there are not a whole lot of options in the back. No. The, the back – the goalie and the four in front of him cannot, I mean, they have to stay the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I would argue RSL next center back up is a significant drop off from the starting two. drastic. Yeah. No, no disrespect to, uh, no disrespect to anyone, to Mr. Yeah, Holt there, but yeah. Didn't we play him forward once? <laughs> no, that? no, that wasn't him. Who was you're, it? You're, um, you're thinking Tate Schmidt. Yes, yes, it yeah. was Tate Schmidt. They've kind of got a similar look <laughs> yes, about that, yes. except not really. Eric Holt has like a shaved head, and yeah. Tate Schmidt has a full um, head of hair. Well, overrated. Not the point. Um, I don't think that you can mess with the back very much, right? And then we get into the middle. I think Everton has to play. Again, right. probably play yeah. of the match in my book. I think you still play uh, Albert. You have to, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... Up in front of him. Yeah. Uh, Albert... Well, I mean, it is kind of worth noting that Albert really p- started the game against Colorado on the wings. Well, I'm not even talking about... I'm just... I'm literally just putting buckets, right? Like mm-hmm. defense, midfield, and then forwards, right? Right. So, do you not start Kyle? Um, I mean, I think it depends on how Kyle's feeling. I, I think Beasler is feeling fine. Forget about that. Then you, yeah, you, you, no, no, you don't. You start Beasler. Yeah, you, I agree. You don't start. Yeah, I was gonna say you start Kyle, but you don't. Yep. Then again, you do have five subs. Maybe Kyle just puts in forty-five minutes. Maybe. You know, I, maybe, I wouldn't maybe, be maybe, okay with or that. Maybe leave Kyle on the bench and I see if you need him after, because you do have five subs, right? Y- yeah, you do. I. I I honestly liked Freddie's approach a lot. It, 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 you know, I'm not a head coach. I'm not, you know, a, a soccer tactician by any stretch of the imagination. But I think the the whole play of like, hey, let's let's save a considerable amount of attacking power on the bench until very late in the game. You know, like let let that Orlando heat and humidity do work for you. Like, make it an ally. <laughs> Stop trying to fight it. Um, you know, I. I I like the idea of starting with Kyle and kind of wearing that first half down a little mm-hmm. and then, okay. you know, making a necessary you, sub. So would you, let, me, let me rephrase that. Would you make any changes to the starting 11? I would. I would have Sam Johnson start um, yeah. just because uh, uh, Douglas Martinez, full credit to him, outstanding, you know, 70-plus minutes of footy. Uh, but the dude was beyond gassed <laughs> mm-hmm. by the time he made a sub. I think you start Sam Johnson. Um, and, you know, honestly, I would leave the rest as is. I know I did read somewhere that um, as Justin Glad came out, you know, it was, it was, it was a bit of a knock was the, was the substitution. Um, I'm hoping he's fine and, you know, can play. I do think player management becomes, you know, a real important factor to consider given the, the game circumstances but then again you know you uh you win the second game you roll out the monarchs as far as i'm concerned come that third match against skc maybe remember it's still three-point game absolutely but 
you know, I, I think tournament ball, you maybe sacrifice a three point game for the sake of having a well-rested, yeah. you know, group of players yeah, to, yep. to kind of go into the tournament. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I do think a lot of players will get minutes or see minutes in this tournament. Look, I cannot, I, I cannot disagree with you. I would not, I would not be shocked if we start nine of the 11 guys and um, sit Kyle, right? And uh, sit Martinez. That would be, I mean, and then always start Beasler and, uh, and uh, Johnson. Right. I also, in the back of my mind, I'm wondering how much gas does um, Corey Baird have? Because, man, that man was making some runs, never, ever ending runs in that game. For sure. But then I also have to remember, he's like, what, eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, right. I, a young, young man. And every time I look at those runs, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, I would be asking for a sub right there. Right. Like third minute. Yeah, coach, get me out. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> but they also have a few days to recover. Right. They do. So, you know, I think especially without deep bench, man. Um, I also I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if I see Merrim play for for someone like a Baird. Um, I don't think Ross Rossi looks a little like like he enjoyed his four months off basically. Um, yeah. So I think he's a good sub to have on the bench. I I wouldn't be surprised to see Merrim play over uh, a Baird. Um, I mean that there, there, there's just good options out there. Our bench, I do not remember our bench being more stacked before. Just with mainly names. We're not a big names club. Never right. have been. Um, so anyways, uh, here's my prediction. And I need your prediction. I already okay. gave you my prediction of SKC Colorado is one of those like 4-2 games. I think for in favor of, of, in favor of SKC. Okay. Um, I think we beat Minnesota. Two zero again. Okay, all right. And then you tell me yours, and then I have one one last thing I would like to add to this here beautiful podcast. Fair enough. Um, I I think Colorado versus SKC. Maybe I if I want basically I want that when that game ends, I want to be disappointed in how I spend my ninety minutes. I want it to be a boring, chippy, highly physically demanding game of soccer where these two teams just wail on each other. That's my ideal scenario. Um, you just, I, you just want those red cards. I, I, yes. Ideally everyone's getting a red. I don't think that that's super realistic. Um, I think when it's all said and done and maybe not, maybe think isn't the right word. Maybe it's more closer to hope. Um, I think SKC will beat Colorado two one. Um, but I hope Colorado scores first <laughs> and yeah, it, it's just a very physically demanding affair. Um, and then us versus Minnesota, I'm going to go with your good old fashioned one, one draw, just two good teams who defend well, but can hurt each other at least once. I mean, two of our three games have been ties technically speaking, even though they were four and a half months apart. So there is some of that. So I get it. I hope you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I don't think I will be. I I think us in Minnesota are two very evenly matched teams. Um, I do think our bench is deeper than theirs. So I I think that'll, that'll play. And I think we're going to be a little more rested than they are. Um, But I'm going to go with a good old fashioned one, one. Absolutely. Sticking to it. Good for you, homie. All right. Can I add one more point? Dude, add all the points you want. It's your world. We're just living so, in it. So it's been what? March, April, May, June, mid-July. North of four months, almost five months, right, since we played. Yeah. And it's been north of 12 months since Cal- uh, excuse me, Nick Romando had his last game. Yes. For RSL. It's, it's been a hot minute. And Wait, I know we had a whole... Has it been north of 12 months? No, no. I said, oh, did I say north of 12 months? No, it's just shy of 12 months. So end of last season. Right. 
October was it? Yeah, it was October. Mm-hmm. We were there. I have it on video in my phone. Like I had to make space on my phone the other day, and it's like, mm-hmm. what videos do you want to delete? It was like, not that one. <laughs> Never. So, um, it is still, and I know we had a whole off season to think about it. Right. And I know we had a couple of games early in the year. Every time for the first 20 minutes and probably the last 20 minutes that that game was happening and I was watching and the ball was anywhere in proximity of our goal. So not the goalie having to grab it, just the goalie being in view of the camera. <laughs> right. I'm like, where the, f- where the hell is Romando? Yeah. Not, not, I mean, it, it only, it's a, it's only a split second reaction. Right. Sure. Sure. I know where Romando is. Yeah, he's actually. I know. I I know where he's not. Right. Sure. Um. But man, that is gonna take a little bit getting used to. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It. It's. I mean, not even a little bit getting used to. I. You know. I thought the first two games of the season we'd get used to it, and you know, even now, yeah. Like every time you see. For me, it's the height. It, 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 is, it becomes very apparent yeah, weird, when, right? when Zach McMath like, snatches a ball out of the air. Like, it, and it's a, it's a very nice feeling. Like, it, it, I understand why you know, other teams had keepers north of six feet. <laughs> um, I get it now. Uh, but, but yeah, it, it's... I think I took for granted the calm that comes with having somebody of Romando's pedigree um, That's it. between the posts and, and not That's to suggest it. that Zach McMath had a, I, I think McMath came out with, you know, an agenda and I think something to prove if maybe to nobody but himself. Um, but McMath had an outstanding performance as far as I'm concerned. Oh, it's nothing against McMath. He had a great performance. You know, right. he's part of the family now. We love him. We're going to take care of him. Right. It could be Manuel Neuer back there. <laughs> That's not the freaking point. Sure. It, like, <laughs> I'm not even talking. Okay. So, like, Nick Romando famously has been one of the best, like, has had some of the best, you know, foot play. Right. Um, not in a sexual way. <laughs> as far as I know. Doesn't matter to me. Um, but... Like, he can pass the ball, like, you know, clear the ball. I know he can dribble players, and when he, when he passes it and, and clears it, like, it lands perfectly. There's, like, testimonies of players out there. They're like, right. oh, my God, I couldn't believe this dude just delivered a 65-yard ball right to my, you know, my feet. Um, none of that matters. That's not the point. The skill doesn't matter. Right. The What the hell's happening? <laughs> It's just your mind playing tricks on you. Like, what the hell is happening? Um, every yeah. once in a while. So that's yeah. all. It, it, it was it's, just funny to me. You know, I think you're... I think that's a very good summary of the night in, in general. Uh, just very unfamiliar. Um, a little bit foreign. Not necessarily bad. Just not the norm. And, and I honestly think we can apply that to the full 90 plus minutes of that entire match. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a good, good summary. Um, and you know, right. I, oh, I think he's finally thinking to himself that, you know, he's on the right side of the Rockies for a change and he's got to be ecstatic about the fact that he's on the, you know, winning end of a Rocky mountain cup for a change. I, I, I love the, the commentators commentary. About how basically it's not a rivalry anymore, <laughs> not not like that. Right. Like, oh my god! This so I didn't know, I didn't even know this. Did you know this? Since 2014, so the past six years, RSL has won more games against Colorado than any other team in MLS against any other team. Really? I don't know who the hell tracks stats like these. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds I, believable. Like, I, I think we... Well, it, was, it was on, I mean, it was on the TV, so it must okay. be true. Right. It was the commentators that were saying it. Right. Um, so, so I, I, like, how do you figure that out? Like, who goes to a, a data analyst? It's like, I need you to uh, tell me who has won more games against any other team than any other team against any other team since 2014. 
Right. Or is it just like random stuff that comes up? Because I imagine that's the type of thing like you look up beforehand, like, you know, like that's not, I don't think that's like that they're doing that in real time. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, it wasn't real time. Uh, well, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think don't they're looking that. it up right then and there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, right, yeah. I mean, anything else we're bringing up? No, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to try to keep doing these, uh, semi regularly maybe the occasional post-match quickie um not friday but I'm friday is gonna be, week, yeah friday is gonna be kind of hard uh but we will we will be back weekly not at their games weekly at least that's the plan yeah buddy um our cell nation let us know what you think and it's it's been your boys adele and the baker and we'll see you next week have a good one adios